What's going on, Fly Fam? It is B Fly Saturday. Whenever I am recording this, and right now I am at Waterford Mott High School. I'm at this event. It's called Destination Imagination, and I just thought it was so fitting that I would come on here real quick and just talk about like the experience of what's going on here and like how it relates to success and what and like even what makes somebody a success and like how the whole system or the paradigm of what success is in North America especially is of how it is so huge. And so like you know this is as just as well as I know that success is oftentimes based upon the result that you receive. So like if you're growing up and you're with your parents and and maybe that first moment you receive like some sort of uh, validation or uh, approval or applause from your parents was when you did something good. But at the same token, when you messed up, maybe your parents um, responded negatively towards what you were doing, right? So we learned from a, a very very early age. Like, not to make mistakes or mess up or we put all this extra added pressure on ourselves because we know from experience that mistakes and, you know, uh, things like that aren't received the best, right? Like, I can still vividly remember when I was younger, my parents, you know, since they were both working full-time, you know, they would take us to the babysitter's house. And and when we would be at the babysitter's um you know, we would have, you know, of course, playtime, and we'd have, like, nap time, lunch time, but we would also, like, learn and do, you know, do, like, school-type work, and I still remember to this day, like, one day, we were there, and I guess we had to do some assignments, and uh, one day, Granny, that's what we called the babysitter, she had pulled my dad to the side and, like, called her up, or, or she called my dad up and was like, hey, I need to speak with you about Blake's, you know, performance. And I guess we had done, like, some uh, worksheet activity that day, and it was bad. Like, the, the words or whatever was on there, like, it didn't receive the best marks. And I still remember, like, my dad came to get us that day and, like, he was about to give me a spanking because of how because <laughs> of how bad the uh, the work was on the sheet. But come to find out, though, like it wasn't even mine. Like there was a there was another Blake who was there, and that Blake was the one that messed up like on the assignment or like whatever it was we were doing. But like that moment stuck in my mind of being like, okay. Messing up is, like, not cool. I don't want to do it. I saw what almost happened when I messed up. So, like, let me try. Let me do whatever I can in my power to not make any mistakes, right? So, man, I must have been – I was elementary for sure. Like, we still hadn't moved yet. So maybe I was, like, third or, like, second, third, or fourth grade, one of those grades. Probably, like, younger. So maybe, like – second grade, second or third grade. It's like from that age on, I learned like, hey, 
not cool to mess up because like your whole like the whether I'm gonna receive approval or not is based upon the results. So I did whatever I could in my power to make sure I got A's. You know, I did the stuff I was supposed to do, goody two shoe, you know, perfectionism, always wanted to be as best as possible. But what that taught me to do was like to base my self worth off of whether or not I was receiving affirmation <coughs> affirmation from doing well. So what does that have to do about fulfilling your life's yearnings? Well, like one of the craziest realizations that I had the other day from listening to like another uh, like another podcast was that how the whole like how we view success so wrong. Whether you're playing sports or you're in school or like just in your everyday regular life because of parents, teachers, coaches, siblings, friends, family members. Like the only thing that they value is the result. Hey, did you get an A on that test? Sweet. That's awesome. High five. Hey, how'd you do on that test? Oh, I got a I got a C on it. Oh, what happened? Did you not study hard enough? Like, what's wrong with you? Or, hey, how'd the game go? Did you guys win? No, we lost. What? You guys lost? You guys must suck. Or, what happened at that game? How come you guys didn't win? Or, it's like, hey, you guys won the game? Yeah, we won. Sweet, man. That's awesome. You guys are great. Like, even, like, in those two situations right there, the the feedback you get from other people is based off of the results. I've lived most of my life that way, and it stopped me from, you know, doing this podcast at first. It stopped me from, you know, being a public speaker. It stopped me from, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and 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 a life coach and high ticket closer. Like if I never would have stepped outside of what I was familiar and comfortable with, I never would have jumped into doing things like Instagram and putting my videos on there. Like you guys can check me out at fulfilling life yearnings on IG. And you can go through my timeline and you can see that I have videos of me talking on camera. And at first I was so shy and so scared to do that and so afraid to put myself out there because I was concerned about what other people would say about it. Whether it was like a good video or a bad video, not so much whether it was a step forward. So the realization that I had the other day is that regardless, and I kind of like figured this out a couple of years ago too and it really helped propel me forward to, like, everything that I'm doing right now as a highest ticket closer, you know, director of student success, I coach my own clients, and continuing to serve and add values to others, is the whole, the whole mindset framework of if you want to be fly and you want to fulfill your life journey, like, the most important thing that you must realize is that you cannot base your self-worth, your happiness, or your level of success based off of the end result or the outcome. Because every time you do that, you're just setting yourself up for failure because things like that that are outside of your control can change in an instant. Right? You win or lose, great. So what difference does that really make at the end of the day? So you receive approval and praise for winning, but when you lose, people are, you know, down on you or like you're down on yourself. Like that is just how you're going to drive yourself crazy. I drove myself crazy that way. It kept me in a merry-go-round syndrome. I can remember from basketball, playing in high school, like the thing that held me back the most is I was so concerned what other people would say that it made me uh, stiff as a player. It made me like never 
comfortable out there on the court, and, like, I was always in my head, which isn't good for whether you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you're dating or anything like that where it's involving you to put yourself out there showing up as your best because when you are in your head, you can't perform the way you want to. you got to perform from your body, from your soul because we all know and you guys know from listening to me in the past is that when you're in your head, you can't move forward. That's where the – that would be your anti-fly self, and that's where your lower self comes in and your ego gets in the way of you doing what it is that you're capable of doing. It's like I'm capable of becoming whatever it is I want to become through hard work and mastery and practicing every day. The same thing with you. And just realize that whatever it is you're doing right now, if there's something that you want to be doing more of or you want to do something completely different but you haven't been doing it, just realize right now in this moment you have the choice to change that. Like you could do something completely different. If you have an identity that does not serve you and it's actually killing you slowly inside because you're not fulfilling your life's yearnings, go ahead and change it. So bringing this full circle, the things that I realized the other day about success is that you can't have your success be based off of external things like how much money you made or or if you got the girl or you got the guy or if you won or if you won the game, if you got the grade, if you got the job, you know, if you got praise from people because that stuff can change in an instant. It's like if people are building you up, you're always going to be up. But what happens if something goes wrong? You know, you lose. You, you messed up at something. Now are you going to base your whole self-worth and identity off of losing? No, that would be crazy. So the way that I view success now, which has been so transformational, is just thinking about the fact that whether you win or not, win or not, or you win or lose or whatever you the language is that you use for that, it's irrelevant. What I view as a success and what helps other people fulfill their life's yearnings is three things. Just three things, and it all deals with inside, right? And these are questions that I've been asking myself because there's going to be there's going to be moments where you don't get what the external world would say is a victory, right? So you got to ask yourself three questions. Question number one: When whatever you're doing, whether it's entrepreneurship or you're, you know, you're doing your coaching or you're doing your sales calls or whether you're asking somebody out or whether you're in the gym trying out new workout routines is you got to ask yourself three questions especially as an entrepreneur because that path of of having the uncertainty is always going to be there but the only thing that you can really count on to always showing up is counting on yourself so those three questions are number one whether you know, whether I'm on the phone with somebody and and I'm learning about what's going on with them and I'm learning about their needs and, like, what it is that they want to get to and, like, what has them stuck, whether that person, you know, commits to themselves to join the, you know, program that, they're, that they made an appointment about, my whole thing is based off of three things. Number one. When I was on the call with that person, did I do my very best? That's number one. Number two question that I ask is, did I have fun? Now, if I can answer yes to that, great. And then number three is, 
Did I learn something new? Those are the three questions. Now, of course, I can add more, like maybe like a bonus, a bonus, a bonus secret question that you can ask yourself. A bonus question for that would be, ah, you know, did I show up my best? I guess that kind of ties in with number one as well. Or, or did I love what I was doing? But if we're just focusing on those three questions, let's start from number one. Did I love, no, did I do my best? Did I do my best? So if you're asking yourself, did I do my best? That means, did you put forth the effort when you're on the call and, or whether you're showing up at your job or, or you're in your your business and you're, like, growing it and whatever you're doing, whatever it is that you're doing in life, did you show up as your best? Did you do the best that you could possibly do, regardless of the outcome of the result? Now, what does that look like? That means, like, putting forth effort, you know, putting forth that effort to, you know, go all out, you know, not holding back, not, not just, you know, sitting on the sidelines and like, and being, uh, you know, reserved or, or not playing full out or playing it safe or like not, or playing not to lose. If you're doing, if you're doing that, then that means you're not showing up your best because, whether you're on a call with someone and and you're you know a coach or you're on a sales team or you're an entrepreneur or you're asking someone out or whatever, you have to show up and go all out. You can't leave anything left because then at the end of the day, if you don't do your best and go all out as much as you know you can and put forth the effort, you're gonna regret that performance that you did and you're not gonna be able to answer yes to that question. So what you want to do is make sure you're showing up, you're doing, you know, you're working on yourself. For me, I have, you know, my perfect morning routine that helps me be fly, that helps me get in my state. You know, I wake up, I go do my yoga downstairs, I'll go take my cold shower, I'll get dressed, I'll do my, you know, my seven Blake's, you know, my seven things in the mirror. So my seven things that Blake, I'm proud of you for, you know, the seven things Blake, I forgive you for. And the seven things, Blake, that I commit to you today. You know, I listen to my attitude of gratitude. I'm doing my, you know, my affirmations. I'm, I'm getting in state. I'm doing all these things because self-work is so important to me because it helps me show up as my best and I get to be fly. And I get to come and be fully present on my cause and, like, I'm truly being the best possible version of myself. So when I know I'm doing those things, I know I can show up as, the best Blake that I am, and so that's number one. You definitely want to make sure that you are, you know, of course, doing the best that you can possibly do, like you're being your best self. So number two, you know, are you having fun? This just really goes back to the fact where if you're looking at what you know what you're doing with your life, it's it's whether it's you know money or sport or relationship, anything, you know it's not. Let's for instance just pick money. It's you know what my mentor Dan Locke says. It's not how much money you make. It's how you make the money. So number two, if if you aren't having fun. 
doing what you're doing currently to make money, then you need to do something else because we only have so much time here on this earth that we're given to do what it is that we're actually called to do. So if you're wasting your time, your precious, valuable time doing things that don't make you happy, then you're not going to live a fulfilled life. That's just Let's just call it is what it is. You won't be fly. You won't live your fly life. You'll be stuck in the anti-fly world, trapped in your mentally in your mental slave chains. You know, you'll be in your merry-go-round syndrome, and like you just won't ever fully come into who you truly are. You won't become the superhero that you truly are. You won't go from your chains of misery to tears of joy if you aren't happy. You know, doing what it is you do and if you're not having fun doing what it is you do like you can do there's a bunch of things that you can do like there's so much abundance in this world that there's no reason why at this particular point in time that you would have to do something for so long that does not bring you happiness there's so much going on in today's world you can pick up a skill today like high ticket closing which is just really the art of communication and you can use that in like the next let's just say conservatively you can use that skill to gain the financial confidence in your life that you can make you know more money in 1 hour on the phone than most people make in a week in a month and also even sometimes in a year, depending on what it is that you're closing, right? All these things are possible, but it starts with having a skill, and a skill that you enjoy. If you don't, Even if you did high-ticket closing or copywriting or public speaking or, like, social media manager or, like, any of these other things, if you don't enjoy what you're doing and you don't have fun doing it, it doesn't matter how much money you make. You'll still be trapped in your anti-fly self. You'll still be living the anti-fly life doing what the anti-fly world and the anti-fly system wants you to do. So, like, that's not any fun. So if you, if you can answer, yes, I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, great. That's incredible. If not, do some self-reflection. Figure out what it is you really want to do. If you're saying, Blake, I have no idea what it is I want to do, then that tells me you haven't done enough things. That's the only way you can you know, figure out what it is you want to do. Like, I still don't know what it is I'm going to end up doing for the rest of my life. I just know what I love doing right now. So through the process of elimination and you getting started and not, like, waiting for the perfect thing to come around, like, you'll continue to grow. You'll continue to evolve. And if there's one thing that makes you happy today that doesn't make you happy later on, and so be it. Adapt, change it, and do something else. You can always continue moving forward. Just don't ever stop and revert. And then number three, did I learn something new? If you aren't challenging yourself, if you aren't learning new things, then you're not going to grow. You're going to wither and die. That's just, that's just what it is. You have to continually grow. You have to learn. You have to adapt. You have to change. You need to challenge yourself because this is what makes life so enjoyable because you need both the certainty and the uncertainty. Sure, there's things that we're certain about, but if you don't have any variance in your life, you're not going to have much fun. So those are the three things you really want to focus on. Number one being, yeah, number one being that I do my very best. Yes. If you can answer yes to that, sweet. Number two, did I have fun? Yes, I had a great time. I had fun. Sweet. Go on to number three. 
Number three, did I learn something new? Yep, if you did all three of those things, then that's what it takes for you to be able to fulfill your last journey, for you to keep on growing, for you to keep on evolving, and for you to really live a fulfilled life that you can be happy about.